بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على عبد الله ورسوله محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. My beloved brothers and sisters, many times we are told to be patient. The term sabr is a term that all Muslims are aware of and it is repeated now and again. No matter what happens, we are taught bear sabr, be patient. Sometimes you have a sickness or an illness while you are making dua and while you are seeking remedy, you are told bear patience. Correct. You get a reward for bearing patience. When calamity strikes you, you are told bear patience. That is also correct. When someone does something bad to you, you are told bear patience. But obviously, that particular one is a little bit difficult because we know Allah is just. If I were to slap you across your face, do you not have the right to slap me back? The answer is yes, you do. The Quran says, The recompense of something bad is something exactly equivalent to it back. But Allah says, فَمَنْ عَفَا وَأَصْلَحَ فَأَجْرُهُ عَلَى اللَّهِ Whoever is ready to forego and to make amends, their reward is with Allah. It's not easy. So you're allowed to retaliate, but at the same time, you are strongly encouraged to forego, forget, forgive, or try to forget. At times we are human beings, we won't be able to do that, but we're actually instructed to try to make amends. Allah says the reward is great. The reason is, sometimes it is in the best of your interest to let things go. It will be more expensive to pursue them. For example, someone does something to you, you do it back to them. They do it back to you in a bigger way. You do it back to them in a bigger way. Does your life not need to continue and progress somehow? Or you are stuck in something that is not allowing you to progress. That's why Allah says, you know what? Let it go. It's cheaper for you sometimes to let it go, but not all the time. Not all the time. But I want justice. You want justice wherever someone has wronged you. And people come to us and say, Bear sabr, bear sabr, be patient. Well, I've had enough. That's what it is. Or you might say, When is Allah going to meet out the justice that He promised? Allah is the most just. That is an extremely important feeling for a human being. We would not be able to worship a deity who is not just. Imagine coming on the day of judgment and there's no justice for you. I mean, what was the point of that day of judgment? In Islam, we firmly believe Allah is just. He will give that justice. He will ensure it happens in this world and the next or at times in the next and not here. Why not here? Well, there are many reasons. Allah Almighty sometimes wants to elevate your status and mine by being patient. Do you know many people turn away from Allah Almighty when there is no problem in their lives? Nothing is wrong. You have no harm, you have no loss, you have no sickness, you have no calamity, no one is working against you. Some people turn away from Allah, they begin to enjoy on earth such that they forget they have a maker to go back to. So Allah says, we want to keep you in constant check. So the more we send calamity in your direction, if you're a believer, it is a sign of the greater love of Allah for you. It's a love of Allah. <inaudible> We've heard this hadith so many times when Allah loves you, 
That is when he tests you more and more. But my brothers, my sisters, someone has wronged me or someone has wronged you. When are they going to face the justice of Allah? Isn't it about time? So Allah Almighty responds to that in the Quran. Wasbir, Allah says, bear patience. Bear patience. وَمَا صَبْرُكَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ Your patience is not proper except or you are not able to actually bear that patience except by the help of Allah. So it's not easy for me to tell you or for you to tell me bear patience and then I suddenly am able to bear patience. You are not able to bear patience except and unless if Allah helps you. So seek the help of Allah. Allah is the owner. Allah is the curer. So Allah says, ما صبرك إلا بالله. Your patience is not going to come except from Allah. So worship Allah. ولا تحزن عليهم. Don't be saddened by what they are saying against you or about you that is false. Don't be saddened by it because Allah will make sure that justice is served in this world and the next, or just in the next. And if you are ready to forgive, maybe Allah might not. Punish someone because you have just let it go and you have forgiven. Subhanallah. And sometimes Allah meets out the punishment in this world. If you have forgiven thereafter, that person may not see the punishment in the hereafter because you had forgiven them. It can happen. So Allah says, لا تحزن عليهم. Don't be saddened over them. Don't be saddened over them. What are they saying? What are they doing? against you. Don't worry. Allah says, we are here. We know what's going on. We planned it for you before you were born. That is the meaning of the term predestiny. So thank Allah. Don't worry. What are they able to do? What are they going to do? What's the worst thing? They're going to mess your life a little bit. Who is the owner of their lives? Allah. So hang on. Allah is coming. Why does Allah give us time? Why does Allah give them time? Why? We want to see it here and now. Someone slaps you and you want to see an angel slap them at the same time. The head is moving. What happened? Ah, oh, ow. But no one hit you. You want to see. No. Allah says, Man was always in haste. He always wants things quick, quick. Relax. We know the right time. We know the right time. It's coming. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Fasbir. Bear patience, bear beautiful patience. Wallahi, we promise you. Allah says, Inna. Inna is emphasis. Allah Almighty says, We emphasize that what? The promise of Allah is the truth. Fasbir. Bear patience. The promise of Allah is the truth. If Allah told you He's coming for them, He's coming for them. If Allah told you He's coming for you, He's coming for you. It's the truth. So what does Allah say? In the meantime, that is the moment when you're supposed to come closer to Allah. Do not allow your calamity to drive you away from Allah. Do not allow your problem on earth to take you further away from Allah. Your problem, your calamity, the issues you have with people or whatever it may be in terms of negativity, it must bring you closer to Allah. Allah says, bear patience. The promise of Allah is the truth. Fasbir inna wa'dallahi haqq. In the meantime, continue to seek forgiveness for your own sins. Doesn't mean someone has wronged me, I'm waiting for the justice. Have you wronged someone else? That's a good question. Are you in the right place with Allah that you are supposed to be? Do you even pray? Do you even do what Allah wants you to do? Do you even abstain from haram and you want justice? Yes, justice will be served. But sometimes you might be 
in greater wrong than you actually think. So Allah says, Istaghfir li dhambik. Seek forgiveness for your sin. Wasabbih bihamdi rabbik. And declare the praise of Allah. Worship Allah. Glorify in the praise of Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the praise of your Lord. At night and early morning. Which means morning and night, worship Allah. And don't worry about what they are saying. Don't worry about what they do. Because Allah Almighty will definitely meet out the justice at a time. He has given this respite in order for that person to make amends and for you to become a better and closer person to Allah. That's one of the reasons. So things are not coming right. Why? Because Allah loves you. He says, come closer. So now you are doing five salah a day. He says, come even closer. So now you are doing your sunnah. Come even closer. So now you are doing your tahajjud. Come even closer. Now you are reading Quran. Come even closer. Now you've improved your dress code. Come even closer. Now you've eradicated haram relations. Come even closer. Now you've actually done this, this. What's happening? The longer he's delaying, the better you as a believer is becoming. That's a gift of Allah. But if you're going further away or you haven't learned a lesson, then you'd better take heed. That's why Allah says, you think someone wronged you. In the interim, you seek forgiveness for your sins. In fact, Allah Almighty tells Musa alayhi salam and Harun when they prayed against the Pharaoh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Qad We have already answered your dua. It's a matter of time before we destroy the Pharaoh. They already knew through revelation. But Allah didn't stop there. He says, in the meantime, be steadfast. Imagine to the prophets, Allah is saying, in the meantime, be steadfast. Allah says, bear patience in so many places in the Quran. And a day will come when the Almighty will bless you with the justice that you deserve. May Allah Almighty grant us goodness. May Allah Almighty help us. If Allah has promised you Jannah for something, He will give you that Jannah. If Allah has promised you forgiveness, He will forgive you as soon as you seek that forgiveness. If Allah has promised you a great reward for something, He will give you the reward. If Allah has promised you something amazing for a deed that you're doing, when you do it correctly, He will give you the deed. Whenever you've done a good deed, you say, Rabbana taqabbal minna, O Allah, accept it from us. I did the deed, but I'm not too sure as to the exact sincerity of the deed or the concentration within the deed. For example, your prayer, your charity. Sometimes you give a charity, a small feeling within you of a slight droplet of pride comes in. Don't allow that to spoil your deed. Quickly say, oh Allah, accept it from me. I'm your humble servant. You gave me wealth, not for me to become haughty and proud, for me to help others so that I can earn Jannah. Here it is, I got and I gave as best as I could. Accept it from me and still grant me the humbleness and humility. That's why there is a great reward for a person who respects the poor, knowing my charity was not going to be possible if there were no poor people on earth. You thought about that. A masjid, you come to it to fulfill salah, one of the pillars of Islam. A poor person, you've got to go to them to fulfill another pillar of Islam. How do you treat the masjid and how do you treat the poor person? Did you know the treatment of the poor person is more important than the treatment of the masjid, although it is the house of Allah? Like the hadith speaks about the value of the Kaaba. Great, mashallah, the greatest. Why not? But the value of another human being, sacred. That blood is sacred. It's on another level. May Allah Almighty grant us humility, humbleness. When Allah has promised something, it will definitely occur. When Allah has promised that 
justice will be served for you or against you. It is coming for you or against you. No chance that it's going to go away. But I tell you, my brothers, my sisters, that patience, Allah has told all the prophets to bear it. So bear patience. If Allah promised you cure, if Allah promised you profit after loss, it will come. But bear patience. And in the meantime, be steadfast. Don't lose yourself. This world is very temporary. It's the akhirah that is permanent. In this world, we are here to lose things. We will lose our loved ones one after the other. It's the plan of Allah. There's no chance that you're not going to lose your loved ones. If you haven't already lost close people to you, get ready. It's going to happen. And when that day comes, don't become upset with Allah. It's part of the plan of Allah. There's no chance that it's not going to happen. So what? We will gather on the other side by the will of Allah. If and only we are steadfast, may Allah forgive us. So continue worshipping Allah and continue bearing beautiful patience. Allah is with those who bear patience in every way that you can think of. May Allah Almighty grant us the goodness of this world and the next. May Allah grant us patience. And indeed, may Allah serve the justice that we are waiting for. May Allah help the Muslim Ummah. And may Allah help all of us individually, those who are oppressed across the globe, no matter who they are and where they are. Allah knows better than you and I who they are and where they are. We ask Allah to help them. We ask Allah to give them the victory that He has promised them. One more thing before I end. Allah Almighty tells the messengers and tells the believers, do you think you are going to enter Jannatul Firdaus? Do you think you are going to enter paradise? When you have not yet been tested like those before you have been tested? Do you really think you are going to go to paradise without a test? Do you really think you're going to go to paradise and we have not yet tested you in the same way we tested all of those before you, including the prophets? What was there? Allah says, War came to them, famine came to them, disease came to them, loss came to them, disaster came to them. Until they said, and the prophets from among them said, when is the help of Allah going to come? Imagine how much sabr they had. The messengers who knew the help of Allah was with them. They are saying, when is the help of Allah going to come? That's the question they were asking. So for you and I, it's a simple question. I started off this lecture with a similar question. When is the help of Allah going to come? Allah says, Allah, behold, are you a believer? We revealed to you what? The Quran. In it, what do we say? At that point, you must understand the help of Allah is near. He is getting you to where he wants to get you before the help of Allah comes. And that's why at the end of Surah Yusuf, Allah says, when did the help of Allah come to the messengers? When a time came when they almost lost hope. They knew it, convinced in their hearts. But you know what? 
at times it becomes so difficult. You can imagine as a human, some of us go through challenge upon challenge. One is barely ending and there's another one bigger than that one. And then another one comes bigger than the other one. But Allah built you through it. He knew I'm going to help you one by one to become stronger and stronger. So you can bear the 20th challenge, which is going to come in your direction. That will be so massive. If we started with it, it would have finished you. So we started with the small ones to make you practice. One day this guy troubles you, next day that guy troubles you, then the big guy troubles you, then a bigger guy comes, and then something huge happens. You thank Allah, oh Allah, you, you already trained me, man. Subhanallah, subhanallah. Look at it that way. It's a positive thing. You look at the young now, and you look at the environment outside and how corrupt it is. And you, you think you want to protect your children, not realizing you have to teach them how to swim in the deep end. They need to know how to deal with the chaos that will surround them at a time when you won't be here. And you know what? The chaos might be worse than what it is right now. May Allah help us all. We worry about our children, but trust me, they will face their challenges. We just have to give them the revelation and we have to tell them what Allah told us. May Allah Almighty grant us all strength. May we be from among those not only who accept the message, but who change our lives for his sake.